This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. They got that win. They blew it. It feels like Tulane is living out, living out our story, man. Looks like they just came and snatched our story out of our hand. Like I mean, they ain't even really. T.I. on ATL. They ain't even doing that much. That's the thing. It's like, You're saying, man, them folks living, folk living our life, man. We, we went to the Cotton Bowl and. Yeah. Tulane just came and said, okay, I'll take that. They did. I'll take that story in Memphis. They, they did. just took it off from there, man. They and, did. And won. That Go take your Ryan Silverfield. They, they beat USC. Yeah, they yeah. won. Memphis got, right. Memphis got pummeled. Mm-hmm. Go, get your, go get your Ryan Silverfield ass over here in the corner, Memphis. We're going to go ahead and do. We're going to move on on y'all. Willie Fritz. Yeah. My boy Willie. Slick Willie. Slick Willie. Watch out. He was, he's been there for a long time, man. It took him a long time to get that thing off the ground. Mm-hmm. But what? But, but I had a good time, though, man. 9 one FC, Saturday, playoff start. I thought, thought this, you said football. I thought that's what you were last saying. year of Memphis nine one. Yeah, probably the last one, man. I tried all. I, I tried all I could, man. Yeah, salute. Is this them. really the last one? Yeah, because because they, they're not getting a stack. Yeah, let's do another season though. I mean, they may they may do one more season. I don't know. But we might get the farewell season next year. USL wants you to have your own building. Yeah, you know, they don't, they don't want you out there fixing up the. Uh, you, gonna you're, gonna sm- you're gonna smash the guitar before the thing. I hope, fold, Before the franchise folds up. I hope. But I, there's I no gar- there's no guarantees of that. They keep pushing me. They keep moving my joint around. He's in man. the rotation though. You and I are not. He's in. He's in the running. Yeah, to because do it. you've you've trashed him every chance you've got. No, I talk good about him. I, talk, I have. But yeah. the fact that they got to go Except out for there. for the goalkeeper this year. How oh, the goalkeeper, man? Straight got Orange no, County. Yeah, when man. they got oh, you got you, yeah, got, you, got, you got pushed yeah, back the, another week. Yeah, the prison team put put their hands on us, man. man. But yeah, the fact that they got to go out there and like fix the 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 field in the infield, like that, that was looking good. So you'll be out there tomorrow night. Autos on seven thirty. My plan is yeah. Okay. My plan is to be there. Louisville City FC, I think it is. I don't know who they playing. Playoffs. That's who it is. Are you, you gonna, gonna go? Thing? Uh, if Sang gives me tickets. Yeah, if I get, if I get yeah, me, what? Hey, bro, me and Jay, we don't buy no tickets or nothing, bro. If it ain't free, I ain't going, bro. And then Sang ends up with the good seats. Yep, I'm sitting on the feet. Amazing. And your 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 tiger tickets were free. Yeah, I was sitting on the feet like John F. Candy, man. This you'll, bars, but right you'll pay there. for Grizz tickets. Dude, I ain't bought a Grizzly ticket since their first game in FedEx form. What? Wow. My my ex wife my ex wife at the time my wife at the time bought me tickets to the inaugural game in the FedEx form. Well, you and you didn't even buy them. She yeah, that's did. what I'm saying. I ain't buy them. You've never bought a ticket no. to a Grizzly game. If you see game. me at a Grizzly game, I, I, that's a free ticket, bro. I ain't bought a Grizzly ticket since they got in that bill. Wow. Even if I, if I got a free ticket, I don't even want to pay the park, bro. 
Damn, you kind of stingy, John, you, bro. You ain't, no, John, you ain't walking in your celebrity like you need to, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> no, I but mean, you I, know what I look like man, paying a ticket, bro. And, and I, I, I'm uh, bringing people to come see me at the game, bro. What I, I, look like? I, I do go to a lot of games for free, but I, w- I, I will buy, like, uh, you know, like playoff tickets. No. I bought t- uh, playoff tickets from Hassle Time before, you know. I mean, obviously at a steep discount. If you see me and Gabe at a game, it was courtesy of somebody. Wow. Look good to know. I need Come to get on, a, you, ain't, you ain't living you in your celebrity, teach a, man. You teach a class in that. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, you got you got connections like that, bro. I got, <laughs> I, I don't know. People I don't know love me, and people. It was one dude when I said I wanted, I needed tickets to the Tiger football game. Uh huh. One dude was like, "Oh, good luck with that. You ain't getting those, man." Like ten people offered me tickets. To See, game, man, that's the last thing you got to worry about getting <laughs> tickets to, bro. What? You ain't getting tickets to a Memphis football game. Come he was on, saying because I've been like ribbing on ribbing on the fans. Like ain't oh, no fan. No, give no, me no, no. As a matter of fact, the fan that did give me tickets, I don't know if I said this last week. I don't want to put this guy's name out there. Yeah. I don't want Love Crab Country to come at him. But um the guy who gave me tickets, he said, Man, there are a lot of people who shows you a really bad side of our fan base. Absolutely. I, I don't want you or anyone else to think that that's who we are. Let me offer you these as a as a token of all of Yeah. Let you know we're all not like that. And, you know, go do your thing. So I, I, yeah, I, I think, like, uh, I was going to some uh, stupid podcast last weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, they were like— they, I heard about that, yeah. Yeah, and they were, like, yeah. uh, gatekeeping uh, Memphis football interest. <laughs> you know, like, that's the last— like, right, That's, that's Memphis, what they miss. You need as many people caring, caring about that program Memphis or speaking on it. is the same way, bro. Like, uh, they'll do—they the, have the same sort of, <clears throat> you know, symptoms— They'll like uh, they'll they'll get on us because uh, we don't know how to talk about it or that we don't talk well, about it. Well, help us or, do that then. Yeah, like it, you know, it just it, it, it's the, you, you're not going to achieve your goals yeah. by going at the media yeah. about it. You know, what it I'm was saying? it was a lady said that uh, she said one of the problems I think with the University of Memphis basketball team, she said is that they're new guys every year. She said they're they're not doing they're not out doing enough in the city, and they're not using social media to the best of its abilities to promote the program. Mm-hmm. Some guy was like, oh well, they just did. Uh, Volunteering at the so and so, and and if you didn't know that, it's because you didn't want to know. I'm like, no, bro, that's not the solution to that. Like, she's if she doesn't see it, that's probably a valid point. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You just can't say, like, like oh, the boys, the guys were out doing this last week. Okay, so we didn't know it. I mean, and these these organizations and fan bases have to understand that if if you want people to market your 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 program, you've got to give them every tool needed Absolutely to do it. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely if, right. If I, when I had my man, when I have certain people on my show, if I'm not able to talk to you about it, mm-hmm. I'll say, hey, if, if if you want me to see a good interview, you better tell me what to ask you because I don't know what to ask you, bro. But I, I want to bring you on. But that's I mean, I, I think that's fair. Like, that's something, and, and that's something I shouldn't have to do, though. Like, right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Yep. If if when I was doing my, when I was working the um, anti-Memphis football fan angle gimmick or whatever on mm-hmm. Twitter, that's when someone from the University of Memphis should have. Re- I had people reaching out about me. I had people over there reaching to certain people about me, but it wasn't like, "Hey, how can we get on his show and make this a thing?" Well, why this is hot? That's how you do that, man. Yep. And a lot of stuff that I do, I'm trying to help these folks. Like, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm putting, I'm putting the light on y'all. Yep. Y'all know I got a platform, so why don't y'all reach out to me and help with the platform? Mm-hmm. When people at the University of Memphis saw that I was coming to that game. They should have made that a thing. They sh- they should have reached out to me to try to make that a thing. I just went to the game and enjoyed myself. I, I try to do what I can, bro. You know what I'm saying? But yep. whatever. I- I'm not. They don't get it. Like they they made they made a country club out of it, and they, you know, like they- that's on them, though, bro. But I totally get what you're saying. People people get mad because people like you say something, 
They say, oh, you're just ignorant. Okay, well, help that man stop being ignorant. Then. Don't attack him because he's got a platform. Exactly. Anyway, but go ahead, bro. Yep. He is Anthony Sane. Uh, catch him Appreciate on the you, Anthony yes, Sane Show on Bluff City Media. Join us every Friday. Uh, we'll come back with the rundown. Jason and John. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's the Rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. All right. Uh, what, it ended up being a great game last night on Thursday Night Football in the end. And I let you sell me on Trevor Lawrence wasn't playing. And I look up and he's in there playing well and running around like he ain't hurt. Well, again, dude, I mean, you know, what is the market? You and I bought it, too. What is Hook, the, line, and sinker. What does the market think of, of all the extra rest Of you what you think. You know, that's what you have to ask yourself. The market said Trevor Lawrence is playing and we don't care. They actually uh, moved the line up to two and a half, uh, minus 115 at some spots after he was uh, rolled. I think maybe because there were questions, even if he was going to play, how uh, limited would he or would he not be? Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this. Uh, Jags win the game 31-24, moved to 5-2. and two. They continue to roll. Four in a row? <clears throat> Four in a row now. Uh, I mean, they, they look like another team. I mean, the, to me, they've taken the place of Cincinnati in the AFC as, hmm. as one that potentially could challenge Kansas City. Don't know that they will, but uh, or Miami, right? Um, but I think they've sort of taken that third, um, you know, that third spot in the AFC, and that's my opinion. Feel free to disagree with it. But I think they've proven that by now, um, that they find ways to get it done. With that being said, uh, <clears throat> Derek Carr throws the pick six. Uh, Foster Moreau can't catch a wide-open touchdown in the end zone at the end of the game. I just don't understand how that's possible as a professional pass catcher. Uh, I, I, you know, it, it wasn't even like you were guarded. You weren't. I mean, it was wide open, and it was a lob, bro. It wasn't even a bullet. It was a lob, and it just goes off. I mean, you're a professional. You're, you're paid millions of dollars to catch those kinds of passes, and you could not do it. Um, so Jaguars won. Deeper look would tell you, though, that this was more about the Saints uh, falling all over themselves than it was. Uh, I, the Jags did not play that well offensively. They had 14 uh, in the first uh, half, uh, mm-hmm. two touchdowns in the first half. And kind of stalled for a while. Yeah, and then they did, had one offensive touchdown after that, and it was at the end of the game. My boy, Christian Kirk. That they kind of just, I think they kind of just let him have it, right? Because at that point, once he breaks that first line of containment, mm-hmm. you know, you probably just let him score because you might not get the ball back, right? 
uh, if you go if you take this down to a field goal thing, you start getting into your timeouts. Yep. Um, so I think they kind of just let him score, honestly. But uh, but yeah, to me, this is more about uh, you know Derek Carr. It's not working. Uh, it's not working there in New Orleans with this with this staff. Um, you know I, I, their red zone woes are just inexplicable, inexplicable. Once again, uh, they get down there, they move the ball between the twenties just fine, and then they can't. They don't have a guy to throw it to in the uh, in the red zone. I thought that's why they have Jimmy Graham. I mean, my God, I'd never saw them even try him. Yeah, they, they'd run it a couple times, then they try Taysom Hill. Yes, you know, they'll even take Carr out of the game for yes. Taysom and back there. Uh, it's just. Watching their offense is awful. And Dennis Allen's defensive coach. So it just doesn't look like the fix is there. Do you see Carr yelling at Olave? Yes. Like the way just Carr's just yelling at everybody like he's perfect, like he ain't making them bad well, throws. Well, Olave did quit on the look, route, in look, fairness. That's that's one play. Uh, dude, Carr was yelling all night long and then faking injuries on bad throws. That he, he does. Fake, don't he, tell he, me he, he didn't did fake do that. that groin injury because he, he was fine that. at the end of the game. He did do that. You're exactly he right. He might have felt a little twins in there, but not to play it the way he did going down on all fours. Well, yeah. He missed that throw. He did. And went down. He did that twice. Yes, yeah, that's exactly right. But he was crying all night long. But point is, I, they're right there at the end of the game. And uh, and like you said, you know, New Orleans native Foster Moreau drops it. Now, I'm not going to be as hard on him as you are. Because well, I mean, he's from New Orleans, man said he's in a dark place, bro. Well, I hope he's okay. I mean, they, in had, the to end, pick, they had to pick him up, basically carry him into the locker room. Yeah, I get it. Kamara and all that. He's from New Orleans. Said everybody in his life that's ever meant anything to him was at that game, and he's feeling that pressure as that ball comes. Just catch the ball, and bro. he dropped it. You never had a moment like that where you just didn't something obvious, but you still dropped yeah, it. it. Was, you it, was you at, it was at the AAC. It was AAC Media Days. It was my first time on the air by myself. Yeah, it was awful. Every man, woman, and child that I'd ever known was listening, and That's I just right. And you said and yeah, I just blew and it. you had to go. Right, and you had to keep it. talking, wasn't yeah, it? And this then, is the one where you had to then, keep. And then Brad had the music out. early. You know, it was like he had so to. It was it was a morose drop. It was. It was a fumble. But you survived and you learned from it. Yeah, no, look, I don't. I'm not saying that the guy needs to be cut. I'm just saying, like, you're, you know. He a former Raider anyway? Yeah, he's a former Raider. And he's been through a lot. He had Hodgkin lymphoma uh, at the beginning of the year. Good and they were, there was concern he would even get to play. This dude's overcome a ton just to Yeah, and that's what Alvin Kamara told him. And I give Alvin Kamara a lot of credit for the way he seems to have handled that with him. Like, he said, you know, you've been through so much more than this. You know, just to be on this field is a blessing. And that, uh, you know, ultimately um, – you know, there were a lot of plays that lost us the game. You know, the Derek Carr pick six, um, you know, not scoring in the red zone in previous times, the missed field goal from Groupie at the beginning of the game. Like, it's not one play. It is one play, but it's not one play. And I do think that's true. I do think, like, who knows what would have happened after that, right? Who knows if they go to overtime and win? I think they do. I think they do probably win in overtime, but we'll never know. It's impossible to guess that. So it's not on. He's the most high-profile, you know, um, you know, play of the of the of the night, but it was not the it was not the only, you know, blunder by the Saints. My God, there were tons to pick from. So I don't know what they do. I mean, I think I think Allen is probably uh, on the way of, to being fired. No question about it. Um, <clears throat> defense played pretty well, all things considered, but offense is just Again, a mess. you would expect it to. Dennis Allen's defensive coach, you would expect right. that defense to still. So what I would it. do is I would Their just offense is a mess. I would fire. Dennis Allen, I would just reunite Carr with his boy Groot, and I would just get him back on the sidelines there and just let him uh, do it all over again. Is that who he's helping? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, I mean, I've I, forgotten I, that. I don't know. As a consultant or whatever yeah. they call it. I'm not sure what their plan is ultimately, but I would probably just do that because Allen stinks. I mean, Gruden is like a master at these types of rosters that have nothing but vets on them. Like, Gruden would probably coach this team to 10 or 11 wins, but um, I don't know if the NFL is ready for that. I have no idea. 
there's still something weird with Jacksonville's offense and the involvement of Ridley, who they didn't yeah, get that throw was, it to he, No use late. last night. Like I told you, he's throwing to Agnew and Christian Kirk and everybody yeah, else, man. but not to Ridley whatsoever. There's still something missing there. Yes. They went to him a ton at the end of the game. But, yep. Um, Kirk's, Kirk's his guy, bro. Yes. Kirk is his guy. And I don't So I, was Agnew weirdly last night. Yeah, he was Kirk is his man. And Zay and Zay and Zay's out. Back, Zay yeah. Jones is out. He likes yeah. Zay too. Which could further confuse things in terms of getting yeah. Calvin involved. I gotta say, Zay like so real quick, we probably I don't remember exactly what we said. I know I probably tweeted some things. We probably could not believe the contract that Jacksonville gave Christian Kirk when they did it. But he has been great. He has been oh, yeah. he has been an elite player for them. Um and uh, I heard like yeah, he's legit. I heard he like lives next door to Trevor Lawrence. I didn't know that. And uh, that Doug Peterson lives in their cove as well. That they all live in the same cove. Oh, so it, that helps my fantasy team. It actually doesn't. When you take all that into consideration, it's not that surprising that they are as good as they are because they they sort of commit, you know, to well, they need it to professionally. Move, they need to move Ridley into the cove. And yeah, he needs to come into the cove, bro. He needs to come into the cove. There's no doubt about Once it. Once they do that, they may truly be a contender in the AFC. Like really. AFC title Etienne is they like, figured it out because I told you about that run game's legit. Yeah, I mean he was making the New Orleans defenders look like molasses. They had mud feet. I mean that dude so damn fast. And Trevor Lawrence last night was running. Yeah, bro. They, yeah, that, they yeah, over sixty something yards. And, and yet they still had a with. chance to win. That's the crazy part. I mean, well it, their defense didn't you know down the stretch. Yeah, wasn't very good. Had the corner out that you're talking about. Yes, yes, yes. Even though yes. the one corner made a big play. He did. Uh, the, the backup. I mean the guy. fade route. Who throws a fade uh-huh. route on fourth down though? Like why would you not try to do anything over the middle like? That just seems like you're not giving yourself a chance. And what you said yesterday about Michael Thomas being a shell of himself, I just thought about it all night long while I'm watching him. It is not saying. He did catch the one, though. It, it was a nice throw. Yeah. He made, but, again, there, there, he, he ain't getting open like he used to get no open, doubt. bro. No question about that it. That was a nice catch, though, to get the knee in. On yeah, the, he's like a number not three sane. receiver now, bro. He is not a one anymore. He yeah. is a uh, shell of his former self. So, anyway, uh, New Orleans goes down to the Jaguars at home, um, and that kicks off. Our NFL week. Next story. This is the one I'll be locked into at 11 a.m. Battle for the Bones. Memphis 4-2 and two, uh, after that loss to Tulane. And six-and-a-half-point favorites against this UAB team. I'm going to make this real simple. You better run that ball, Ryan Silverfield. Former run game coordinator, now your head coach at Memphis. Let me tell you something about this UAB defense. 202 rush yards per game they give up. North Texas, their next team uh, uh, that they've got is, is uh, uh, it's well, wait a minute. Yeah, it's North Texas and then South Florida. They're all bad rush defenses. So if you're talking about putting this thing together, like I mentioned in the uh, the first hour, take it out of Seth Hennigan's hands. The man is, uh, is leading the AAC in interceptions that have cost you, oh, by the way, and I know some of them haven't been his fault, but they have come at very inopportune times, and right now it's not working. Um, again, getting Blake Watson back on track, if Sutton Spence a part of that or not, uh, Seems like it makes the job easier to me, but you should roll these next couple opponents uh, again with your run game and just being physical. And if you don't, John, yeah. I don't know how you're going to instill any more belief. You know, Ryan Silverfield is, is asking folks to hold out hope, give them a chance. And we've said with this schedule, you know, a good team could run the table. Yep. I don't know anymore. Yeah. Uh, plus, they have not been good on the road. You know, the, the one thing you could depend on with this Memphis team pretty much was winning at home, uh, come up short against Tulane, and now you've got three of your next four on the road where you haven't been good. So, uh, if they want to stay relevant, they've got to win the next four. And I think the way you do it is you attack the ground game because that's where the Trent Dilfers really struggle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I even, like, you sound exasperated talking about them, bro. You're like, hey, if you want to 
<laughs> well, no, well, think about where I was last week, though. Yeah, no, you, you had Ryan so Silverfield much Giving all yeah. the credit in the world, yeah, and that's where, I mean, it was right there for the taking. But, yeah. but it's Memphis, and, it, it, and the yeah. result that's put you in the spot that you are now. And, again, uh, a win over UAB gets you nothing. Uh, uh, probably not even one or two more believers in Ryan Silverfield. It's, you're going to have to get this thing to 8-2, and two, you know, at this point to get people even moderately excited again. Uh, to show that you're in contention for this AAC, uh, this AAC title. So it's a, uh, you know, this is a, this is a, this is not an envious task that Memphis has ahead. It's of not. It it's not at because all because there is no, literally, no margin for error look, if they uh, want to stay uh, again, relevant this season. It's not that. It's not different for basketball either. I mean, it's it's going to be the same thing. You know that every night is going to be pretty much a no-win situation for Memphis because, you know, none of these wins are going to do anything for your resume. None of these wins are going to uh, be, uh, you know, applauded by the committee. Like the Jeff Goodmans of the world are not going to tweet out on a Tuesday night, great win for Memphis at North Texas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they're just, but but the, you feel much better about what you've got in those games, that Memphis basketball team in those games against the – you're going to out-talent those teams. I can't, I can't tell you uh, now that I feel good about Memphis against these subpar, you know, AAC teams. We have no idea really what to expect, and especially to come to the fact that it's on the road. So. Yeah. You know, it's a, it, it's different. You feel great about Penny in that situation. So great that you don't think they're going to drop. You don't feel that way about Memphis. Absolutely. About the football team also. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, yeah, it's a early start tomorrow. 11 so get the, uh, you know, get your big green ESPN egg going. Too. Get the ribs going. We're still honor. we're still on big time TV. Yeah, man. You're gonna be. They haven't pushed us off yet to the to the plus. Not yet. We're getting there. Uh, we're holding on for dear life, baby. Uh, 11 a.m. tomorrow. Next story. Uh, I, I didn't want to get out of bed today. I'm not going to lie to you. Why? Because uh, Moreau dropped the pass? No, no, that, no. That That is, uh, I was okay with that. I was prepared to speak on that. Okay. You know what I mean? I had, I, had, I had taken it. I had processed it. I had moved on, ultimately. I have my moment, okay, and then I move on. Questionable. All right. Okay. Um, today's going to be a hard day for me, and... Uh, you know, we always keep it real on this show. We always we always keep it at 100, and uh, I'm doing something today that I've never had to do before, uh, and it's definitely been, you know, hard to think about and process because you just never really know um, when is right, um, but I am, uh, unfortunately, after the show is over, I am headed to uh, Walnut Grove Animal Clinic where I will be saying goodbye to my friend Titan. Um, mm. my, uh, my dog, 13 years we have been together. Um, and like, we, man, we've been through so much on this show, right? I mean, so it feels like small scale, you know, like honestly, it, it's, it, you know, it, this is the way it goes, what dogs do, right? They, they're with you for a short time and then you have to ultimately make this choice and you have to, you know, take that drive. Yep. Um, but just like, you know. There's a there's a few things, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you letting me talk about it because it helps. You know what I mean? Like, I he was a really bad dog. He was an awful. <laughs> he was an awful dog, bro. Like he would bite people, and he would like <laughs> he would bark, and he like yeah. he was. Whose fault was that? Uh, I don't know. We got him when he was one. Did we? You were you were much we, younger, we, and you didn't really train him. Well, you, it was too late. He had clearly been compromised. By the time we got him, that's gotcha. kind of why we got him. That uh, the people that had, you know, that had him, you know, for whatever reason, I don't know what happened. Uh, he just was—he was a very aggressive animal, and and you know what? 
I, I took him in. I, I, I said, we're going to try to give him the best lap that we possibly can. Love on him. And uh, we did that, and most of the time it didn't work. Sometimes it did. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the hard part for me is not so much like, you know, the dog because it's, it's, it's a dog. It's a, it's a pet. It's, it's more so like what, what plays back in my head is uh, the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? The time that, the, you know, the, the, there was a constant in my life. Every time I got home, every time I left home, every, you know, there was a, and it was, and it was Titan. He was, he was there for 13 years. Mm-hmm. He was there when I got engaged to my wife. He was there when we got married. He was there when we brought Riley into this world. He was there yeah. as my career took off. He, he was there with me when I moved out of my mom's house. He was there with me when I got my first home with Sam. He was there, you know, through all those times. And so it's like, it's just, you know, man, damn, can I not do talk about anything emotional without crying? No, nah, man, the Titan's a family member, so we get it. And about most of Memphis can relate. Just a dog. To what you're going through, so. Damn. Uh but it's that time, bro. You know. Um, but it, but 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 I'm gonna be strong. I've never done it before, man. I've never done it before. Uh, so anyway, damn, that's pathetic. No, nah, man, it's not pathetic. I remember uh, when Roser was working here, he had the same, had to do the same thing, and he, he took days off. Yeah, and we understood it because of what that dog meant to him. We understand what tight means to you. So uh, I wouldn't look at it as pathetic at all, bro. That's uh, I think it's natural. You're just the one that's your job to come on and talk through these things. So it can be yeah. it can be tough, right? We have to we have to come on and talk. A lot of us can just kind of stay away from that's folks right. during the day, during our jobs and everything no, else. No, I'm not going to take any days. I wouldn't call it pathetic. Bro. I'm not going to take any days, bro. I promise you that. I'm going to be here no, on we, I'm not. Well, I ain't, you know, I thought, you know, Rosers needed it at the time. Yeah, I could, so we could certainly understand here. I, because, again, John, it, you know, we've played about it. Oh, Jason don't like dogs. That's why he hadn't gotten Chris one. No, Jason understands completely. was a pet owner growing up. How attached you get, how much of a family member they become, and what Jason really uh, uh, is is in fear of this day, of when it gets to this point, right? When this ultimately this day comes, and you've got to make that decision. I've talked to you about you know my brother's dog and the situation he went through, uh, and he was he was emotional, and so I completely understand it. Even though I'm not a current dog owner, and uh, I get it, man. And and what I know, much like much like Gary Parrish told me. A couple of weeks ago, uh, right after my mom passed, obviously, you know, Gary had been through loss. He said that talking about it will help. It will be tough, but it will help. And as I tweeted, he was right. So um, I think it's I think it's good for you to to talk it through, brother. Yeah, it's like uh, when I I would uh, <clears throat> I would get kicked out. Like my mom would kick me out of the house sometimes, and uh, <laughs> like I would take the dog, man. It'd be me and Titan. You know, I don't know where the hell we were going, but we were together. Yeah, you know, um, and it's like just that. It's that reminder of how how fast this stuff goes. Oh, for sure, it's a blur when you look back now. Yeah. So what's crazy is he outlived my prediction. He did. He did. You had him gone seven years ago. Yeah, I think it was like it was spite, like Belichick and Shula. Remember that. <laughs> what was the name of that segment where I, per, I predicted his? Uh, it was uh, WTF. And, and he fought. What? Yeah, it was what the? Yep, yep. And, he, and I, I feel terrible about that I, now, I, No, it's fine. He, it's fine. He, 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 I think it was something that motivated him, you know, because he hung around. There's no doubt. Yes, he did. And, uh, you know, today I'll say goodbye to a friend, and I'll say goodbye to 
you know, a chapter uh, in my life. But it was a good time. It was a good time and a lot of good things. You know, again, it's like nobody. No, I, I also take comfort in the fact that nobody would have given this dude 13 years, bro. Mm. Like he was horrible. <laughs> he was. I mean, I, you know, but he, but he was mine, you know. Yeah. Like like he had he had his faults, his shortcomings. You know, he was an ass to people, but but he was he was mine. He was my friend. He reminded you of you. Not necessarily. Just, Not necessarily. Just a joke. But I, but I would Don't say. Take it but I would. Right. You know, it's like yeah, I had I had a connection to him because you know he was mine. He was my dog. You know, so I. I felt I, I hope that like he went through a lot before you got him. Man. Yeah, I don't know. Like he would always like if he was ever like on your it's lap tough. or something, he would always like if anybody ever came near you or tried to give you a handshake or something, he would try to take their their hand off. And he was very very aggressive, very bad dog. Truly, truly. Believe me, I've the been small in his ones. The small ones like usually are. Bit. You know what I'm saying? The small ones. You but 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 look, I think it's only appropriate. Okay, uh, as the Titans franchise is slowly being put down, that now is the time for Titans. You know, they're, they're going in. They're going out together. That. It is the one. Yeah, they're going out together. So uh, I appreciate any thoughts. It's just a hard day. We'll get through it. That's that's part of life. You know, life is loss and loss is life. And uh, I appreciate you letting me talk about it. Next story. Uh, Memphis 901 FC. I said I would do this because for the third straight season, your Memphis 901 FC club is in. Uh, I guess that's redundant. FC is football club. I've said it twice. I said it twice there. They are in the playoffs. They'll do it tomorrow night, seven thirty down at AutoZone. Yes, home playoff match against a Louisville City FC team. That, in terms of history, uh, they've been doing this a lot. The city has made this is Louisville's team has made the playoffs every season since its inaugural year in two thousand fifteen, and has been to the Eastern Conference Final. For the last eight seasons, they're sort of like the Houston Astros of uh, of the USL here that the uh, that 901 FC is playing tomorrow night. And again, uh, the the story on this probably isn't so much in in terms of advancement. Like the, the one thing about Louisville City that they've been marred by injury this year, they're not the same as they have been uh, in past years. Is kind of what same brought up. We we don't know how much longer Memphis is going to have. Right. 901 FC, just no, because of the, the situation, again, with the state money. We know 901 FC looking for a new stadium at one point, a $50 million one. I think, if I'm not mistaken, on the, the number of the mark was proposed. Um, uh, but but obviously now with the uh, the tug of war for this $350 million, uh, in, in, in money, $350 million in cash from the state, it doesn't feel like there's a place for a new soccer stadium. And, of course, the USL has said it's part of the deal if you're going to continue to play you're gonna have to do it in a new stadium, not in one that's being shared with a uh, yes with a baseball team. Well, so, I mean, congrats to them, though. I mean, what a uh, you know what a what a great run, you know. I mean, to get to this point, everybody remember we were having these conversations about Ben Pierman and letting him walk and all these things, and here they are in the playoffs. Here they are in the playoffs, 14, 10, and ten. Uh, and again, it's tomorrow night down at AutoZone Park, 7:30. Sane may or may not be right. smashing the guitar. He's going to find that out here okay. very soon. Okay. And uh, I may or may not be there, depending upon whether we get tickets from Sane. But go 901 FC. How's that? Absolutely love it. Um, ben Hogan reached out, and he did. In he did remind me. This is a t- uh, a highlight. Uh, Titan took a dump on him uh, back in the day. So it wasn't just. Yeah, one just one me, of his one just me he disliked. It was, a, it was a tribute. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I always I always told Hogan that that meant he loved you. 
was Hogan just standing there drinking and didn't didn't notice the Titans taking a dump on him? I don't remember. And how did that even? How did Titan finish? I don't. Because I would have kicked the dog as he. Because you can tell when a dog about to do that. <laughs> if you're paying any attention, he must have been in one of his. He must have had a beer in his hand in one of your parties. I, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what what the circumstances were, but I do remember vaguely that it happened. Uh, and uh, you know. Ben will always have a piece of Titan with him. You know what I mean? Did Sam like Titan? No. Sam's the one. Hey, so you're the only Sam's one, the one that, that really uh, liked him. Sam's the one that scheduled this, bro. Not me. I'm the one that's got to take him, but she's wow. the one that scheduled it, man. Sam's ruthless like that. <laughs> Sam, Sam is, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a good sort of foreboding for me that I know that she will have, if it ever comes down to it, she will have no problems pulling the plug on me. So, you know, it's, it's, it's but now I know. You know, now I know it's. I, I know she will not let me suffer. I understand that uh, even more why this is so tough for you because you were literally the only one that loved that doll. It's yeah. true. He was. He was a. He was initially a gift for my brother. Oh. And he hated my brother, and my brother hated him. So then he became mine. So yes, like I was pr- legitimately the only person on this planet that would have actually like not mm, done this mm, a mm. long time ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, that is definitely the – but, again, he should be thankful that I, we let it get to this point, right? Like, come on, dude. A lot of people would have – you know, you bite one person, that's usually the – that's it for for most people, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> especially a child. <laughs> well, no no children were uh, ever – Thank goodness. Uh, yeah, like that was always a concern with Riley when she was born, like how would – but they, they never had any uh, any negative interactions or anything like that. So uh, all good on that front. Respect, Burger. Salute you, Titan. Bon voyage. We'll do, Respect. We'll uh, we'll say goodbye around four o'clock uh, this afternoon. I appreciate it all the way. By the way, uh, a lot of people have reached out. Yeah, uh, on text. It's stuff, crazy so. how great Memphis is in those situations. Yeah, same. I was overwhelmed in, in terms of just the the hug back I got from Memphis. You know, through the through my mom's passing, and so uh, that's when you see the best of Memphis right there. No, absolutely, it, it helps, man. It helps a lot. Um, anyway, we'll come back. Uh, Josh Pastor is going to join us at 125. Talk to him about his new gig with Big Ten Network, Field of 68, college basketball around the country. I mean, this is one of his first real tests, right? You're now a college basketball analyst. Do you know about college basketball, man? Like, do you know? Of course he does. Well, we're going to see. I mean, do you know, like, who the good teams are supposed to be? Like, uh, The question for him is, can he be critical? Well, that's what I'm saying. Can you, can that's you the big one. talk honestly? And 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 not everybody be good, you know, because everybody's not good, Josh. Because if it was up to Josh, James Dickey would still be at Houston, right? Donnie Jones would still be at UCF. Well, it'd still be on lifetimes. Yeah, like it, lifetime it, contracts. It's so you know you can't you can't just be handing out lifetime contracts in the media, you know, it's just not going to work. So again, this is a first big test for him as an analyst at one twenty five. Looking forward to it. Yep. Stick around, Jason and John. I'm trying to film ESPN. Add to the ball. Black Time Movement is changing, moving in the city of Memphis. 316-6196 is the number. They're the best in town. They can help you with your move. They're going to be professional about it. They're going to show up on time. They're going to stay on budget. I've used them once. I've used them twice. I will use them for a third time when that time comes. Maybe when these interest rates go down, man. Hopefully that happens soon. What makes them the best? I just said, they... Treat your possessions like they belong to them with care. They don't sacrifice speed and efficiency. It gets done quickly. 
That's why I go with Flex. I'm moving every t- every single time. So, you want to get on the schedule? Call them. 316-6196 is the number. Let Black Tie handle that move for you. It's Black Tie moving, change, and moving in the city of Memphis. Um, is this uh, is this Michigan story like a, just a big nothing burger? It feels like it to me uh, about the sign stealing. You know, because uh, I guess in person scouting is not allowed, not permitted. Yeah, you don't think this is true? You don't think that, that this uh, is a, an elaborate system that Harbaugh actually does know about and they're just he's just lying? Well, no, I think they did it, but yeah. I don't think it's like that big of a deal, I guess I would say. Like college basketball is allowed to in-person scout, right? Because you see him at like these um, – The tournament. Yeah. So like we allow it in college basketball, we don't allow it in college football. Like what's the difference to me? I mean – I hadn't considered that. Yeah, like uh, I mean uh, are you gaining some uh, huge advantage – uh, that, I mean, you can't see on film or something. That's just the secret. But it's a rule, and he's been a rule breaker That's his true. entire time. And guys like Feinbaum seem to think that, you know, this might be the final straw just in terms of the guy doesn't care about the rules. It's obvious, you know, head on back to the NFL. Yeah. Now, if they're in a college football playoff this year, I don't know how you're, you know, not welcoming Harbaugh back. But yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know, man. I, I just get the sense that he thinks he's above this. Oh, he definitely does. The, I mean, sort of – Jeff compared it to, to Penny early, not knowing about the rule. <clears throat> and Penny was like that early on, man. You know, that whole rule book. Yep. But, uh, eventually even he came around. And I don't think Harbaugh is ever going to come around. I think he's – I think he thinks he's above it all. Yeah. Above just, the law. I don't think anything comes of it, though. Like, I don't think – maybe they have to vacate some games or something at most. They could most. have to vacate some games. At most. Uh, well, that, and that, that takes you out of contention. Well – when, and that would be enough, I would think, to move on from a guy who's constantly had issues with rules. Dude, he's going to the NFL next year, right? I mean, that's that's the that's yeah. what it feels like. And so you could at, at this have point. a nice little, you know, both sides move on and everybody's happy. Yeah, he uh, at this point, I think he's got to move on. It's like especially, especially again, if you cost them, if they got to forfeit games. Well, I mean, they're going to win the title this year. I mean, it, I, I I truly believe that. You seem dead set on it. Like I just think they're the best team of what we have. With Georgia's injuries, Bama's not just the same. Just let us let my Ohio State team take care of Penn State this weekend. We'll see about that. Oh, we'll they're you now adopted them. Just uh, again, everybody building this game up. Oh, H. They're gonna do what they always do to Penn State. Oh, H. Yeah, it'll come down to the two of them. So you're not a real I O. Okay, thank you, man. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. That's not. It's not me. Okay. But for this. Yeah. Uh, just because you're you seem so dead set that Michigan's gonna, uh, you know. Run away. What's the that? What's that? Uh, I, I assume it's in Michigan. What's that number going to be? You think in Michigan? I have no idea. Because it was eight and a half last year at Ohio State. I, I, how do you remember last year's line? That's because I that's bet how on Michigan deep, fool. That's how deep in you are. I mean, yeah, it's is that is November twenty fifth Thanksgiving? Do you have that on your calendar? You, you're. Uh, I, I don't know. It may not be. It may. It may not be Thanksgiving. Um, but it is at eleven a.m. So. I, I'm assuming that number will be somewhere around six and a half. Let's give us the 23rd this year. Okay, so that's that Saturday. Okay, uh, I assume it'll be like six and a half, seven in favor of Michigan. So, and I'll and I'll be interested. I'll be interested in Michigan at that number. They do have to get through Penn State though at, at in Happy Valley uh, on the 11th before mm-hmm. that game. So we'll see. Um, we'll see if that that's. I know Big Ten is big around here. So I wanted to make sure that people knew the score, you know, what's going on with Harbaugh and Michigan. I think it's a nothing burger. I think it's just really a sign that Michigan is totally back and they're a huge threat. Um, you know, I don't know where Harbaugh would go in the NFL. Uh, maybe the Raiders, if uh, they move on from McDaniels. I'm not sure if they'll do that. But it feels like a very Raider thing, doesn't it? Hiring Harbaugh. 
Like yeah. you just go get the flashy name, whatever. Um, I don't know. Like, I guess I, I guess I think of him as a pretty good NFL coach, right? I mean, he, you know, helped scheme up something that accentuated Colin Kaepernick's skill set. I just had a vision of him coaching the Bears. Okay. Yep. There you go. Boom. Could be the Bears. Get a new quarterback in there. Get a new coach in there for sure. Yep. That makes sense to me. That's exciting. I mean, I mean, you could, you could really get back pretty quickly if you, if you think highly of Harbaugh. I don't know if you do, but if you think highly of Harbaugh with a Caleb Williams or a Drake May, that's a that's a hell of a start, dude. Well, that's what it'd be about for Chicago because they've uh, what the narrative would be is that you've wasted two draft picks, whether they were good enough or not. You didn't have a good uh, you know system around them in terms of developing them. That goes back to Trubisky, and obviously you see what's happening with Justin Fields. So obviously for polls, the new GM who did not pick Justin Fields. Uh, and Eberflus, the head coach, doing an awful job. You would your head coach. You'd have to feel like, at least for me, I would want somebody who's going to be an offensive guy, somebody who's going to be a quarterback guy. You know, is Harbaugh that? I, I mean, I guess you could look at what he did with Kaepernick and say so. I don't. I don't know. But what I do know is that you know he's a former Bear. Um, you know, and 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 Lord knows with our leadership, they probably would buy into something like that. Yeah. No, I. Uh, yeah. I, think about where the openings are going to be. Uh, L.A. You know, the Chargers are going to be open. Would they he's do, would have they do it? Yeah, he's 100% leaving after this year. I mean, he's been at Stanford, so he's been out there. Yeah, and I just think at some point, like, you just get tired of the bull crap in college, you know? Yeah, the rule book. That's, what, to, he's, that's right. what he's been tired and of. And recruiting but. and NIL and all that stuff. Like, you have, you, have a, you have an owner and a GM and a salary cap in the NFL, and that's what you have. You don't have to worry about somebody coming to you and saying, well, I got 150000 more from Clemson. You know, what are you going to do for me? You know, you get you, in, in the NFL. It's like we're going to draft you, we're going to develop you, and you're going to either be a professional with us, or you're going to get cut. It's just that simple. You know, you're just coaching grown men, and you're having you deal with grown men problems as opposed to, you know, trying to get somebody a friggin' car. You know, I just don't think he can be as rigid as he's become at Michigan yep. with grown men That's back true. in the that, NFL. That, well, that that that, that is can't have it. That was Urban, right? That was Urban's 100%. whole thing in Jacksonville. Hundred percent. But I don't think he will be. I, think, I, think I mean, Irving, it has to be a different Harbaugh. You realize that's who he is now. I'm better oh, yeah, than yeah, you because yeah, I'm smarter yeah. than you, yeah. and I'll out-coach you, and these players are beneath me. Yeah. That has that whole attitude has to change you going back to the NFL. Yeah. You know, but those I grown think, men ain't, ain't buying into that. I think it's happening, though, for sure. I mean, he's still pretty young, right? Only in his early 50s, I would guess. So, you know, he's got a lot of time left. To, um, no, he's 60, okay, a little older than I thought. But still, I mean, you can probably go coach in the NFL for another four or five years, right? Probably. Who's the oldest coach in the NFL? Bill? Is it Bill? Uh, uh, your your man Pete's up there, too. Oh, yeah. Pete Carroll's in his 70s. Yeah, Pete's way up there. I think wow. he might be the oldest. Yeah, Pete Carroll is 72 years old. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I think Bill's right there with him, though, isn't he? Bill Belichick is 71. So you That's have close. two 70-year-olds that are coaching. And... Uh, I tell you, by the way, they act, that Bill, you know, is the is the older. If you're just watching him, the way uh, Pete just b- skips up and down the sideline with all that energy, running routes in well, the preseason. Well, Bill is uh, Bill's Bill's got to let go, dude. I mean, uh, Bill is clearly trying to pass Shula for the all time wins record, and it's just not going to happen. Like you got to understand That's what that. Teddy Bruce said, you know, you're not passing him. Sorry, unless you go. But I think I think Brucey had the number wrong. How how many how many doesn't he need isn't it in the teens? Yes, I think it is. Yeah, I think Brucey had like eight or something, he was said, but it's it's close to like eighteen, is it not? Yeah. Which would take a couple of seasons, is the point. Mm-hmm. 
which would, if you're Robert Kraft, how, how much farther in the ground are you after a couple of more seasons with the way Belichick's coaching right now? Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't even think the the so shoe was it's eighteen. That's what I thought. Yeah. Like he's not that that numbers. That's two seasons worth minimum. If, if yeah, minimum eighteen for him with where that thing is right now. Exactly. So I think that's off the table. I do too. If you're Robert Kraft, you're not worried about oh Bill's trying to break this record, so I can't do this yet because he's so close. Yeah, that's that's seasons right there for no for doubt. where the Patriots are right now. Absolutely right. Absolutely. He's closer to the loss record than he is to the wins record. Yeah, I mean, like, and then it's like, will he even have the will he like will he even have the chance to pursue it? You know, in two years, will he not be fired before then? Because at some point, it's like, dude, this we got to we got to move forward with the franchise. We got to get a new coach in here. We I can't get a, trust you to pick the next quarterback and to develop a hundred percent. What I've seen, hundred percent, Mac Jones. You, you're you're you you are um you know your 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 way of winning right is obsolete. It's over. You know, it's we've passed. Let, the let me tell you what, when it, when it was Tom Brady, he could focus on defense, which is his thing. Right. You just let Tom and that's control why the offense. Now you're asking him to develop a quarterback, and all, that's not him, bro. That's exactly right. And putting that the right pieces around that guy—that's never been him. It's never been him. Uh, he, he just got yeah. away with the, having the greatest ever. He did. And and uh, anybody probably could have done it. I mean, the defense w- was good. I mean, it was really good. It's phenomenal. But it it all looks good when you have a guy that can put up thirty plus a night. You know, with Tom with nothing. Uh, any any defense will look good in that situation. All, all you gotta do is not give up thirty five, and we'll probably win this game. So yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't think he knows how to do this. Jim. No, no, hundred percent. So what that's they a, need right now. It's not. It look. That's not an easy thing. That's not an easy thing to tell. You know, one of the most accomplished football coaches of all time. Hey, we are moving on from you. But it could not be more obvious that it's something that they have to do if they want to be serious. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.